Hello, I'm Jonathan and welcome to the Tamworth FC Social, a podcast all about Tamworth Football Club. I'm joined by Brett and Graham. We'll be discussing Tamworth's defeat at Chorley, the Lambs' first loss in well over two months that, where the Scunthorpe aren't the only other team in the title race, and making predictions for Saturday's home game against Curzon Ashton. Don't forget you can follow us on social media at TFC Social Pod. If you enjoy our podcast, please do give it a follow and leave us a rating and a review wherever you are listening. So, Graham, you made the journey to Chorley. What was your assessment of the 1-0 defeat? Away from home, difficult pitch, a really difficult pitch. Conditions weren't good. Um, so I think it was a bit of a shock to the system, to the players. Um, but we we kind of grew into the game. Um, and then we had a spell of about 10 minutes towards the end of the first half where we absolutely battered them. Um, we hit the post, the bar, people was making crazy saves. We must have had about five corners in a row. It didn't come out of their half for 10 minutes. Um, and we looked really, really strong. And I think on another day, we'd have probably scored a couple of goals from that. It, it looked like it was a matter of time before we were going to score. Um, so yeah, it, the second half, I think we huffed and we puffed. Um, and we had a couple of chances. They had a couple of half chances. Um, and I suppose on on reflection, a draw would have been would have been a fair result, I would say, um, based on the chances that we had, um, and based on the fact that Chorley worked really hard. They look like a good team. Um, they're definitely one of the better teams we've played this season. Even you know, just despite of the fact that they've beaten us. Um, but yeah, I don't think we can be too downhearted about it. Um, I think the 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 conditions were very difficult. It took us a little bit of a while to get going, um, but yeah, we can we can kind of uh, just put that one aside now. It's as you were Scunthorpe, of course, lost again. So uh, we're kind of coming to expect that now that they're going to drop points. So um, yeah, I think we can. Uh, <laughs> Think, I think we can just move on from that and uh, hopefully look forward to, to getting back on track Saturday. That's it. With Scunthorpe losing, it's it sort of nullifies the defeat against Chorley, who are now themselves like right up there in the table. What did you think, Brett? Do you think Tamworth on another day could have got something there? Yeah, I think if we played how we played second half, then uh, we'd have won comfortably. Uh, it was just a slow start which obviously, you know, we've had a real tough kind of run, really tough six games or so. It's probably quite a bit of tired legs. You know, it's quite far to go as well on a Tuesday. Pitch was terrible. It was the same pitch for both teams. So I don't ever really like using that as an excuse. But you think we've had Scunthorpe, we've had Hereford, we've had Alfred, uh, you know, so we've had some real tough, some tough games. And then obviously Farsley. So we've had some difficult games and I think, Chorley on Tuesday really kind of showed that at the start. We definitely grew into it. I just think we were slow, slow out the blocks. And then ultimately, well, we, we paid the price for that. But I mean, obviously, Chorley are clearly on a very good run. Uh, and probably, I could probably say, though, we'll end up finishing second. You know, they've got a game in Andover Scumthorpe, which you look at that and say, the more than likely they're going to win it. So then they'll be level on points with Scunthorpe. They continue to drop points left, right and centre and leak goals. I wouldn't be surprised if by the end of the season it's them who will finish runners-up, not Scunthorpe. 
um, which puts them in great stead for the playoffs as well. And obviously, looking forward to next season. They've been in National League sold before as well. So, um, and fair play to them if that's the case. Fingers crossed, Tamworth are, uh, are looking down on all this this uh, chopping and changing in the playoff positions quite comfortably over the next few weeks. Um, keen to know what you both thought about the goal Chorley scored because it sort of all came from that initial long-range effort. Um, on the highlights that Tamworth uploaded to YouTube, it actually shows the angle really well because um, that ball looks like it swerves and then it bounces right in front of Jazz Singh, does really well to palm it away. What was your view having been there in person, Graham? Before I answer that question, I was just going to go back to to what uh, just go back to what Brett said. The play is putting in an absolute shift. To be fair, and Brett raises a really good point on the fact that they did have a, they've had a hell of a lot of tough games. In the the game on Saturday, Hereford would have took out a lot of them as well. So I think you you can't the, the effort you can't deny with those, with those players. You absolutely can't deny Dempsey Arlett and John ran himself into the ground. Well, a lot of them did. You can see that. It just wasn't to, to be. Um, on, the, on the goal, when I saw it initially, I think there was a bobble. Um, and on another day, that probably would have just been a comfortable save for Jazz. Um, it obviously bobbled up. Uh, and then the, uh, you know, it just, that guy was lucky enough to ju- just just pick up the pick up the rebound. So I mean, it's hardly a top quality goal. Um, certainly, certainly after like 900 minutes of not conceding, uh, unfortunately, that's you want a worldie to go past you. But um, yeah, I mean, it's only it's only one goal, so uh, doesn't doesn't matter too much. But um, yeah, I do think that the, the the pitch probably had a had something to say in that goal. Keen to know what you both thought about the chances Tamworth did create in the first half. Finn had that header off the crossbar, um, and Dan Creaney had that header, which I think the keeper managed to scramble across the save. I would, however, describe those more as like half chances because the Finn header, it's it's almost like there was like a sort of a, a little builder for play and it sort of came to him and it's like it, he didn't really have much choice but to just have a go at goal from there. Still got the keeper and defender on the line to beat. And then the Creaney one, it almost sort of happened in slow motion. It And it, it's one of them, you know, when you sort of hear commentators say that the strike has to generate the power on the head of themselves. It sort of felt to me like it was one of those. And like, I'm not sure I'm, I'm watching those chances back and thinking, well, he has, to, you know, the players have to score those. I, I wonder what you guys think. For the amount of pressure, more kind of just taking a step back from it, the amount of pressure that we put on over the course of that five to 10 minutes, and you combine all those chances together, then we should have scored at least two. Um, but they were, it, it, it wasn't really sort of any, I think there was one of them that might have been, a, it was a shot, I think. Um, but a lot of it, like you say, was a bit instinctive. Um, and it kind of just came to them from off bubbles of heads and, you know, um, sort of second and third phases and all that. So, yeah, more instinctive than than uh, sometimes really a good build-up play. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they were a couple of half chances more than anything else, but we still put pressure on from that and still very nearly scored. I think we hit the bar from one of those half chances. And then obviously very, very nearly had one creep in. A similar fashion to the, the Scunthorpe winner, actually. So uh, 
you know, you've got to be there to to make those chances. Well, on a pitch like that, really, we did well to, to get up and down there anyway. So I actually think we ended up being quite unlucky in the end to go in 1-0 down. Um, but the fact that their goalkeeper got man of the match, that says a lot about the amount of chances that we created. Uh, and a lot around the amount of work their keeper did. And I mean, he did have a he did have a very good game. So I think that says a lot around the the kind of game it was in the end for Tamworth as well. I think I said after the seventieth minute, obviously, and even by that point, then we were still creating things and going forward, and it was coming for us and flowing. You know, I, I said then we ain't getting anything from tonight. It was just ended up being one of those in the end. Tough place to go to, tough play, uh, tough night, bad conditions, a hard run of fixtures, still got injuries. It was just one of them nights. We picked up another injury as well because Cockrell Malik went on because he got, I think it's head injury. I can't remember now. And then we brought on Colin A. Lybird. He went into right back and then I think Matt Curley went to left back. So we were down to the bare bones at that point with the defence. Um, people playing out of position. So in some ways we might have, we did well to to keep it up at 1-0. Um, but I think credit to Chorley, they 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 defended really well um, throughout, you know, throughout, throughout the game. And uh, yeah, as, but, um, as Brett says, they, they had a, the keeper had a, had a blinder, really. In the second half, I, I would say, and, and I'm keen to know what you guys think, that the, probably the better chances were maybe created in the second half because um, Ty Deacon, I think it was, had it sort of fell to him about the sort of penalty spot area and he hits it straight at the keeper where it's like one of them either side it's it's you know got a really good chance of of going in perhaps and then Liam Dolman has um a header that comes in the corner comes in sorry Liam Dolman header and it hits the crossbar and compared to the fin effort in the first half i wonder if that's a much more clear cut chance it's sort of some seems to me to be just one of them games where you just need one of these to go in and then maybe the momentum completely shifts. Although it, it does does sound from what we've all been saying that Tamworth had a fair amount of that anyway. Yeah, I, I think if we'd have equalised in that first half, we'd have probably gone on to win the game. I, I do think that then. I think we'd have pushed on and we'd have won the game. Because um, you could see in the second half, Charlie were, were tiring as well. Um, and we had, we had a little bit more energy towards within that second half but then by the end we would yeah we'd run ourselves into the ground I think but it was a spell in that second half where I thought the Chorley players were tiring a bit and our fitness levels were a bit higher so I think if we'd have got that goal that would have, that have spurred us on and we, we probably would have probably would have won the game and I think there's one other thing that I was going to say was when we went 1-0 down the tactics changed we sped up the play and we started playing more football on the ground. A bit like what we were doing a bit earlier on in the season. And um, I don't know why we don't do that a little bit more because we create a lot more chances. I think we do, and obviously there's been there's been opposition managers saying this and wrongly or rightly, we do use that long throw a little bit too much. And when we started to mix it up, we were doing short throws. We were, it, it, it was, um, you know, it threw, it threw Chorley a bit. And 
we're just as effective really with the players we've got. We've got some really skillful players. Um, so it's it, it was interesting to see that and if we kind of take that into the next few games now a little bit more and mix it up a little bit. I do think with the long throws, they've probably served their purpose a little bit now. The great for putting on pressure. I think it's got to the point now where it's probably, other than the fact that, okay, we're playing Tamworth, we have to deal with that long throw. We know it's coming now. So it's kind of got a bit predictable. Looking at the slightly bigger picture then, do either of you think we should be worried about Tamworth's lack of goals lately? Because it's just the one in the last four matches. Obviously, we've we've just said how many chances created at Chorley. So, you know, that's that's some comfort. But the stats do say one goal in four. Yeah, well, I mean, but again, we've had a very difficult run. So we aren't scoring many, but we've come off against the better sides in the league. So uh, watching us against Hereford, we didn't really create enough going forward and we did make the most of. Uh, that was that was quite frustrating. Um yeah, it's a tough one because we've obviously scored plenty. Now it looks like they've dried up a bit. I mean, I don't want to say that we've not created as much without Jealous, but well, we haven't. Yeah, interesting you say that about the Jealous effect because if there was one person I thought that we needed on Tuesday, it was Jamie Jealous to inject some energy. And I think we'd have, I do think we might have got something. He, he was the missing. That was the one game that I thought, hmm. We kind of need because we were miss we went missing in the middle of the park for me a little bit of time. So perhaps it's that that link up from defense to to midfield to attack uh, and somebody who's the, the ball carrier. He's got so so much energy, but I think we we created enough chances in that game to make me think that we can score goals. Um, I do think, like I said before, that the injuries and it's probably had an effect on that and not having... We were, we had a point where we just had the same team practically going out week in, week out, and now it's been a bit different. We've had different people in midfield, different people in attack, different people in defence. So it's the whole pattern of the way we play has been a little bit disjointed. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to find an excuse, really, a little bit, but the thing is, we don't, we haven't conceded, so it's not mad as much, um, and we're still picking up points, even if it hasn't been three points. And um, but it would be nice to see some some goals coming up in the next few games, because um, one goal in four for a team that's top is a little bit worrying. Um, by our faith we might well look back at this little spell in in two months time and think well those are actually really good strong away displays at the likes of Alfreton and Hereford and you aren't going to win every game you aren't going to score every game I think it I suppose you could say as well with two Saturday home games coming up next for Tamworth if there's no goals for the lambs in those games, then there's probably more 
reason to look at the stats and with with some concern whereas probably more down to the teams that have been playing them in the last four games I think what's interesting just going back to the previous point as well is that the last few interviews that the opposition managers have done is that they've all referred to the fact that this is a settled side who have been playing together for a while so I think that actually that is probably key to so much of our success this season the fact that the team genuinely has been playing together for well all season obviously the best part of last season as well quite a lot of them there hasn't been mass amount of change in the squad and it has been relatively consistent up until these injuries have started creeping in so I think it's quite interesting that that's been referred to quite a few times recently and I think while on paper these two games are more than winnable I mean obviously Kersden are uh, having a bit of a, a good run and obviously they did beat us in the FA Cup start of the season as well you know they're obviously on a good run of form so that Makes it slightly a bit more tricky. And then Blythe, yes, you look at that and go, yeah, we should beat these. They've just been involved in a takeover as well. So suddenly out of these next two games, you don't really know what, we, what you're going to get. Shouldn't cause us problems, and I don't think they will, but ultimately there's that extra little something about those two sides all of a sudden. Just want to say a quick hello to Brett's budgie, if anyone can hear hear them chirping in the background. Um <laughs> Thinking about the title race now, if there is a title race, because Tamworth is still 12 points clear, but do we now have to consider Chorley as, as perhaps the main rival for the title? Because Scunthorpe are really struggling to get wins of late. Chorley on a good run. Also as well, and this, this might be a little bit sort of out there, Alfreton Town are in a very good position as well. They're only three points behind Chorley. They've all, Alfreton, this is, have also got a few games in hand on on the likes of Tamworth and a few of the sides up there. And they've just won their last three games. So I, I wonder if there's going to be some more sort of turns and twists in, in the teams that Tamworth are looking down on. Yeah, I think Scunthorpe are in uh, a bit of turmoil at the moment. Again, in that result for them on Tuesday, a difficult trip for them up there at South Shields, and South Shields had a bad result on Saturday, so they had something to sort of prove. But I don't think, um, yeah, that for listening to their manager, I mean, just sounds said it in the last podcast, he sounds broken. Um, the pressure has probably just got to him, and I think it's probably got to the players. I think I think they're feel, I think they're feeling the pressure, and you look, you've got like Chorley, Alfreton, Chester, all breathing down their neck, and uh, yeah, I mean, I fancy any of them to probably overtake them. Really, yeah, it's just if Scunthorpe can suddenly find themselves a win, then they might they might get it back together again. But um, they've they, yeah, they've they've had a tough run of fixtures, and they've they've not come for it like we've had so. Yeah, I, I suspect that one of those sides could overtake them. Uh, I think Chester are a really solid outfit. Um, might be them. They might be the ones that outlast. Uh, maybe the Alfretons and Chorley. Chorley might run out of steam. They've only got a small squad, I think. So, um, Whereas Chester, I think, are full-time. So 
they have a little bit, maybe a little bit more in in the tank in terms of their players and the squad and everything. So yeah, could be could be Chester maybe for me. The only the only full time clubs are um, South Shields, Kingsland, and Scunthorpe. Not not full time. Ah, oh, thought they were. Are you um? Are you still holding faith for your your Brackley prediction, Graham? I think you you tip them to do quite well when we were looking ahead in December. You have a look at the form table. Uh, I think the top of the form table for at least the last five or ten games. Um, they did lose the other night, though, I believe. Uh, they're still in the picture. I mean, there's loads of teams in there. I mean, Boston have crept up. Uh, but you've got you've got all the way down to to even well to twelfth really. Any of them could be in that be in that mix. Um, yeah, Bradley are a good side. Looking back to when Tamworth lost um, prior to losing at Chorley, that was the defeat to Chester in December, and Chester themselves a, a fellow promotion chaser. Tamworth bounced back from that really, really well and have put together, I suppose, the, the season-defining run, haven't they, with, with the unbeaten stretch and the, the clean sheets. There is only 11 games left for Tamworth, which, albeit is just under a quarter of the season, but you are on the home stretch now. It, mentally, you've got, I think, is it just under two months now of the season left? There isn't the pressure there to sort of keep winning in the same way where back in December, January, it was like we're we're absolutely sort of neck and neck here going for the title. I wonder if the way they approach games now will be slightly different. And I obviously I they will still need and want to win games, but they've got this big buffer now. And even when they slipped up on Tuesday, it hasn't hasn't harmed them in terms of the, the gap at the top. It's a bit of a unique situation now. So I think if we were to, we need to basically win. If we, if we win six games out of the last 11, then we've won the league. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's very, very realistic for us to be able to say that we're going to go to Kingsley and win it there. I mean, let's see, obviously, because we could absolutely go into free fall, but we won't because teams still struggle to play against us. And Scunthorpe keep losing. When you put it like that, with like we've only got six games to win, it does make it seem like it is we can do this now. <laughs> it's it's realistic. It's not far off. Um, and I think the point you just made at the end there about teams can't beat us. That's the thing. Even if we're not looking like sometimes we might score goals, teams can't beat us. Surely we're lucky to beat us the other night. It wasn't a particularly great goal. And no other team has scored against us in the last two months. So I'm confident that we can, even if we're not, I always, I just think we can, we can keep out goals. And if we have tough games, we'll probably draw them, if not win them. So I'm, I'm, yeah, can't see us going into free fall, put it like that. I just can't see it happening. There's, 
we just we're just far too organized for that. Um and the players just work the work the socks off. And the fact we've got those two things, yeah, it's just we're we're always we're always gonna be in games. Feels like the cliche of you just concentrate on your own matches now more than ever before because it is so in Hamlet's hands. I, that's probably what I was trying to sort of articulate earlier, whereas maybe before Tamworth were having a little glance at the table, looking at, I suppose it would have been Scunthorpe. Now it's it almost doesn't matter what, what the other teams below them do. Like you say, Brett, Tamworth have just got to get to that target tally of wins now. Looking to the, to the game on Saturday then, Tamworth at home to Curzon Ashton. Tamworth won away 1-0 in the, the first game. That was in the league, but then lost an FA Cup qualifying game there in October. What are we thinking for this one? Because I, I think home game on Saturday, I would say this is a, a game Tamworth should be winning. Should be winning because we beat them comfortably last run out against the league. Cup's always a bit of a, an anomaly, isn't it? Because people play differently for the Cup. I mean, I, I'm not worried about players, and I know they're up there. And we'll go back to the point that Graham was saying before. Obviously, you can go from as far down from uh, Scunthorpe way down to uh, Farsley. It probably stops at Farsley, who could realistically get into the playoffs. Um, but I, mean, I won't worry about Curzon. Maybe that's a bit, a, a bit sort of. Too cocky, but we already beat them once. Played them twice. We know we, we know how they're going to play. Oh, I've kind of got split thoughts on it a little bit. Um, I saw them play uh, the FA Cup game earlier on in the season. It was much earlier on in the season. We they're they're you know they're a sort fairly solid team. The last two results have been quite poor. They lost to uh, Warrington at home. Uh, last Saturday, 3 0, and then they lost at home on Tuesday night to Peterborough Sports. So two pretty bad results. Um, and they they have been on quite a decent run. Um, however, their away form is the second best in the league next to ours. So they like playing away from home, is the only thing that I would kind of say is, you know, could potentially bite us. Um, but we're at home and I'm always confident when we're at home. So I think we will get a result. They've had two bad results. Um, and I listened to their manager's post-match interview the other night and he was very much of the opinion, oh, we'll just try and go there and get something really. So yeah, I, I think, I think we'll, I think we'll bounce, bounce back and, and, um, and we'll, we'll beat Curzon. Time for your Curzon Ashton predictions then, chaps. So last time out, Graham, you thought Tamworth would draw one all at Chorley. Brett, you thought Tamworth would win 2-1. So no points for either of you, as obviously it ended 1-0 to Chorley. Brett, you are two points behind Graham in our predictions league. And a reminder, you get the one point for a correct result and three points for the scoreline exactly right. Brett, what are you predicting for the scoreline on Saturday? 1-0 Tamworth, because I think, to be honest, I just think the Crawley result might be a bit of a, a wanker call that we needed in terms of trying to go from it from the off. I think we might score an early goal 
for a change. Graham? I was going to go 1-0, actually, as well, but I don't know if we're allowed to do that. was part of the rules. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go. I can. Well, I... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one better. I'm gonna go two nil. I think it will be an it will, it will be another tight game, and based on the fact that they're they're pretty good away from 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 home, makes it a bit of an unknown quantity uh, for me. So, but I think similar to what Brett said, I think we'll probably come out of the traps quite quite early on Saturday. Feel like we've got to. Um, Hopefully get a couple of couple of early goals, and uh, then we can just be comfortable for the rest of the afternoon. So, yeah, um, wonder if he'll change it up a little bit. Maybe, maybe bring Chris Ray into the fold. Um, not really seen much of him yet, but um, yeah, go with two now. I don't understand why he can't get more than twenty minutes a game. I don't understand why we've brought a player back on loan and then we don't. We don't even give him a sniff. Andy Peake said doesn't doesn't really um he doesn't really like bring subs on, does he? Unless he has to. He, he doesn't, he'll just stick with it until like 80 minutes and then he'll just put someone on. Yeah, Chris Ray didn't get a chance. He should they should have brought him on like 60th minute for me. He's got to be given an opportunity. Uh he's a proven goal scorer at this level, so yeah, I suppose Ty Deacon's getting a nod of them at the moment. We're with Ty Deacon and Dan Creeney front on um, on Tuesday night. So, yeah, I don't know if you can have both of them in the team, but, well, you obviously can, but, yeah, I don't know whether it's it works as effectively as maybe having a, a Chris Ray. We'll leave it there for this episode of the Tamworth FC Social. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on social media at TFC Social Pod. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do give the podcast a follow and leave us a rating and a review wherever you are listening. Until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.